Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Jennifer Rizzio, founder of Soul Language and the Business of Soul. And this is Ask and Answer by Soul. The podcast is dedicated to providing you with tangible tools to embody your divinity and create a life based on freedom. Each podcast is focused on a topic that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. During each show, I ask an expert three key questions so you can understand that you're not alone on this journey and that your soul is the key to forming a life full of abundance, purpose, and passion. The goal of each interview is for you to take away a practice that you can do right now to change your life and understand what assistance is out there in the universe to support you. And today I'm with Nancy Marmolejo, and we're talking about, are you unconsciously biased? Let me tell you a little bit about Nancy. Nancy grew up in a family business, got her start as a bilingual educator, and today is the owner of a successful coaching, speaking, and training company. She guides small businesses and corporate teams in their leadership, personal branding, and communication skills. She's known for her ability to connect people with their authentic message and innate strengths. Dubbed the soul mama of personal branding, Nancy has over 100 media credits to her name and has taught her techniques to NASA, Microsoft, Blue Origin, nonprofits, coaches, and various leadership conferences. She's very active in organizations that support women of color in leadership roles. She lives near Oakland, California, where she enjoys collecting art, gardening, and exploring the outdoors. Hello, Nancy. Hey, Jennifer. So the first question I always ask is, what has your soul shared with you throughout your journey? Oh, wow. That seems like every day there's a new message. Um, I can give you what's the update. Uh, This weekend, I was sitting out in my garden and my plants have a tendency of uh, sharing their insights with me, which I feel like are soul messages. And it was just really about, don't be afraid to take up space. Mm. You know, and, and shine your shine your light, even if it makes others uncomfortable, because that really doesn't have anything to do with you. I love that. So what do we mean by unconsciously bias? Sure. Well, the, the topic of unconscious bias, we're hearing that a lot. It's really if I can put it in the, the quickest terms, it's a it's a mental shortcut that people take to reach a conclusion. And you might not have sit there and thought about it like, you know, I really don't like that person because they don't come from my culture. You don't necessarily go that way, but you're like, yeah, there's something about them I'm not really feeling. And you haven't really gone through the steps as to why it is you're coming to that conclusion. And that's the biggest part about this is that there's a, a certain speed. We, we reach this conclusion And we're not paying attention to the factors that led to that conclusion. For many of us, we're operating in this moment of everything happens so fast. And many of us, we consider ourselves intuitive. So how do you know, is this intuition or is this unconscious bias? Because they both come to a pretty fast conclusion, a fast, you know, answer. So it's really important that you have an understanding, whether you're feeling something intuitively, or whether it's a sign of unconscious bias, because um, I've seen some people mix those up, and it gets very, very ugly and very, very messy. So how do we know the difference? What questions do we ask? What do we tune into? Well, we have to take a look at, you know, if we if we just pause, and and it really takes some self honesty why, what did, what 
thought process led me to that conclusion. So if you're having something that you feel is an intuitive hit, or if you're having something that you feel is just a, um, that's just how I feel, pause and ask yourself, what is it about that? Let's say it's about a person, somebody, somebody you're, you, you realize it's like, there's something about that person I don't trust, or you might say there's something about them I don't like, or I don't think that's the right person for this project, or I don't think that's, you know, there's something that's giving you, that's giving you a no, and you have to check in with yourself. Um, and so you, there are a couple of different areas where you can look into. One of the most common types of bias has to do with what we call an affinity bias. We tend to favor people who are more like us. They might have, I mean, in some cases, it's they they might come from the same town. You might root for the same sports team. You might have gone to the same school. It's some of those aspects. They might be the same race as you. They might be the same culture as you. They might have the same kind of hair as you. They might um, speak the same languages. They might come from a family structure that's similar to yours. They might use your same gender pronouns or, or follow along your beliefs in, in gender and, and the assignment of gender. And I mean, there are many, many different ways. So let's say somebody comes into our space who's um, uh, non-binary gender non-conforming and want to be used, you know, the, the, the pronoun they, um, and you're feeling like there's something about that person. I don't like, is it really that you don't like that person or are you uncomfortable adjusting to calling them by the pronoun? So there are these different questions we have to ask ourselves. Am I uncomfortable with something because they're different than me? Am I drawing a conclusion so that aspect of the affinity bias is where we are. We tend to favor people who have more similarities and, and we don't have to stop and learn something new or different or change our paradigms. So that also, is isn't it spot. also because the illusion of safety is there when someone shares something in common with us? I think that could that could possibly be it. There's a feeling of comfort. I'd put I'd put comfort rather than safety. Um, but what feels familiar? You know, um, there are you you can see in let's say somebody gets a job, their dream job, and they're working in some company, and they're like, oh, I'm so happy that I'm here, and then they realize that there's definitely little clicks. What forms those clicks? It might be people that they they all tend to have maybe the same type of background or they have some something, but it's drawing people towards those who are most similar to them. And there's a familiarity. There's not a whole lot that you have to figure out. And, and it's fine to have social clicks and it's fine to be attracted to people, you know, who have your similar interests. It's when we start making decisions based on those affinities. And those decisions can be decisions about whether to hire somebody or not hire somebody or to include somebody or to not include somebody or to promote someone or to buy something from someone or to accept someone. So we, we have to look at the ramifications of what happens when we veer towards people who are just, um, you know, in that place of familiarity. Okay, so we've determined that it wasn't our intuition talking and that we are 
we are or were biased. So where do we go from there, Nancy? Like, how do we release those bias? Well, I think the first part of like any kind of releasing any pattern is to, is to have that awareness. And one of the hardest things is to just be really honest with ourselves. Um, You know, a a form of bias can be, um, you know, you, you clutch your purse a little tighter when you see a, a person walking towards you who, who might not be like you. Uh, you might have a, a, a kind of a, a visceral reaction to certain things, or you decide, no, I'm not going to listen to that music because that's for fill in the blank, or, oh, no, I'm not going to go see that movie because. So those are some, so part of it is recognizing when we were making those decisions and the judgment that's along with it. Um, there's another there's another form of, of bias that I want to bring in that goes hand in hand with this affinity bias, because these are just very this is like the ones that are just the easiest to spot and to, and to really be aware of. But the other one is the halo effect. So when we, we decide like this person um, can do no wrong. And so we're just you know, we're going to let it slide you can have two people do the same thing. And one of them, you're like, well, that's OK. let it slide and then the other one you're like it's not okay I'm not going to let it slide so again we have this opportunity to pause to to observe ourselves and to get really really honest it doesn't always happen in the moment so let's all forgive ourselves for screwing up because we've all screwed up everybody screwed up we've all made the mistakes and and we're we're not expected to be perfect in the moment However, we can take it into our own personal lives and workshop it a little bit, whether it's doing some journaling, doing some forgiveness work for, with ourselves, um, having just expanding our social circles, our networks, so they're more inclusive. So we're around people who are not like us, whether it's racially, whether it's gender, whether it's um, uh abilities, whether it's around um, neuro differences. I mean, there are so many different ways that we are different from one another. And the more that we can interact and, and gain experience with people who are very, very different than ourselves, the easier it is to overcome a lot of these unconscious biases. Beautiful. So what soul has, what question rather have you and your soul been chatting about lately? around biases or just any anything (laughs) well I think there's this part around um like I said earlier you know this piece about don't be afraid to shine your light bright um don't be afraid to to um don't 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 dim your light for others I mean this is just a recurring conversation uh I have this with myself I have this with my clients. I see it popping up in so many different places because there's a, um, there's just seems like there's so much chatter around us, a fear of being judged or a fear of being called out that sometimes we, we step back and we don't shine our light. And so I just want to continue uh, in the work that I do, you know, in, in leadership and personal branding to help people shine their lights as um, as humans and as professionals. And, and I have to do that work, too. And my soul is always reminding me to ask myself, where am I 
where am I holding back? Where's that, where's that difficult conversation that I'm not having? Um, what do I need to do to be able to step in there and have that courageous conversation with somebody and to risk being vulnerable? There, there are so many opportunities. It, it just seems never ending. Sorry, everyone. I was on mute because the dog was <laughs> Um Agreed. You know, wanting more. You're back on mute. Ah, this little thing. Um, your soul is always wanting more. It's always calling for more. And the place to understand that is where you feel separate in every aspect of your life. <clears throat> and that, of course, is in that kind of shining and being in the spotlight, bringing more of you into the world. So if there's one thing that you want people to remember from our conversation today, what would that be? I think the thing I'd like people to remember is number one, forgive yourself if you have um, screwed up or you like look back and say, oh no, I messed that up so badly. Everybody must hate me or, oh, I must look like such an idiot. Uh, Go back and reflect, forgive yourself, forgive others. Make amends where need be. And, you know, there's lots of different ways we can make amends. One way we can make amends is directly and say, you know, that time I made that decision or I said this, you know, if I could redo it, I'd I'd do it differently. And a living amends, I think, is even more important than just a spoken amends. And that's where you're actually doing things differently. So taking a look at who am I, who am I, approving and accepting and advancing and celebrating and and who am I not and why so the moment that we have that self-awareness that's where we're growing and that's where the real change happens it's it's not something that happens as a, a result of a policy it's not something that you know just because someone's written it down this is how we're going to change we have to change from within it takes a little bit of work but it's good work to do and um and the journey is the journey is is a journey of growth and gotta love that agreed so how do people get in touch with you how do they get more of nancy more of nancy Mm -hmm. well you can go to my website which is talentandgenius.com and i do executive coaching leadership coaching leadership training personal branding you can learn about my work there my name is pretty unique uh, Nancy Marmolejo, M-A-R-M-O-L-E-J-O. And I, I don't think there's a lot of Nancy Marmolejos out there. Um, and so you could find me pretty easily on LinkedIn. If you want to message me and say you heard me on the podcast, I'd love to connect with you. Um, Instagram, I'm there just kind of for fun. It's like, you know, pictures of my garden and things that I'm doing, but it's, you know, kind of a, a look behind the person. But I think for professional stuff, definitely go to my website. And if there's something that interests you, there's easy ways that we can contact, you can contact me and we can be in touch. I love your name because it's, it's fun to say it's like chocolate on the tongue. Oh, thank you for saying that because it is a mouthful and um, people often mispronounce it. And I always uh, just sometimes I have to write it out phonetically for people. So I get it. I got a Eurizio. I get it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Let's say it, Let's hear it for those four syllables. Yay. And the multiple crazy letters in it, right? With my name. I like that you have two Z's in the middle of your name. That is like really cool. 
I'll go Z as in zebra, Z as in zebra, and then they'll go Z as in zebra, K as in kite. I'm like, what? (laughs) Um, but I thank you so much for spending time with us today. And my last question is, if you were a, a magnet, I forgot what it was called, a magnet on your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say? <laughs> what? Yeah. Help me with this. Help me with this. If I were a magnet. On my, on my higher power is called God. If you were a magnet on God's refrigerator, what would your magnet say? Pay that girl more money. I like it. <laughs> I have that t-shirt, by the way. I love it. <laughs> thank you so much, Nancy. Thanks so much for playing with us today. And thank you so much for all of your really good in rock content information. I really enjoyed it. And I learned a thing or two. So thank you. It was an honor to be here, Jennifer. Thank you. Everyone, you've been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul. I'm Jennifer Rizzio. The Ask and Answered by Soul podcast is dedicated to helping you understand that your soul is the answer. If you're interested in learning more about the answers of your soul, you can secure your free sacred practice tool at soullanguage.us forward slash sacred practice. Please feel free to share this podcast with your community, leave a comment or a review or contact me directly. But most importantly, reach out to these amazing guests because you will not be sorry. All right, everyone. Bye for now. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast.